Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I am your humble host, Luke LeBen. And alongside me, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. Kev, I come to you yet again, prostrated before you. Oh, no. Um, Do you need to take a shower? You always think that means something different than it means. No, um, it just means I'm coming, begging for your forgiveness. Listen, and, man, whatever uh, you're into, that's fine. Kev, uh, can you look in the uh, chat at that uh, link I just sent you there? Oh, yeah, will do. That's uh, Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine yelling vindication. And then I'm going to send you one more here really quick. That is the music video for Dashboard Confessional Vindicated because you are vindicated. What? Because I was wrong. Let's go into corrections and reflections. Hit it. So I need to correct something last week because... Uh, we were talking about the song Shays Long by Wet Leg. Oh. And you were like, we worked in furniture, Luke. Like, there's a thing called a Shays Lounge. And I'm like, there isn't. It's only Shays Long if someone said that they were wrong. And I was, I was wrong on that front. There is a thing called a Shays Lounge. But, but it's basically, I was kind of right in what we arrived at that... It is a bastardization, like an Americanization yeah. of the French chaise long. So it does exist. Um, I guess we were both kind of vindicated, but I mm. feel like I went hard on you saying that yeah, there, you, there no such thing exists. I you roasted my ass on that. And uh, <laughs> I, I like I don't expect that. I, I said like one thing. I, I didn't roast you. I, w- I wasn't aware that there was such a um strong feeling towards Chase Lounges, um or you, Chase Longs, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. That's some fancy shit. I'm not into it. You unlocked something in me. Yeah, just the, the uh, there's <laughs> a beast inside beast. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there you go. You're vindicated, uh, much like Spider Man was in that film from Doctor Octopus that Dashboard Confessional did that song for. <laughs> oh shit! Is that Spider Man too? Yeah. That okay, now we can talk about this because this is the only HD version of that video that you can find. And it's got a little like intro by Chris Caraba. But uh, the official version is like not out there, which is interesting. It must be a rights thing because it was for Sony. But uh, yeah, it was for the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. I'm going to be really. my jam. Yeah, I definitely owned that CD. Um, Oh. And I'm sure I don't have it anymore. And that's a. That's a bummer. Dude. Dude, if look. you found that, that would be a treasure. Look at this lineup. We've got Dashboard Confessional, Train, Hoobastank, Jazz, yes. Yellow Card, All the Jams, Maroon yeah. 5, Taking Back Sunday. All the staples. It's like you couldn't make this album more dated if you tried. I know. Those are all the bands that you know, like perfectly speak to that era and no other era. Um, do you know who the most timeless person on this album is? The most what? Toppest? Timeless person. Oh, timeless. Who is that? Uh, it's Dan, it's Danny Elfman. 
Oh, yeah. Hey, Doctor with, Strange in the Multiverse of Madness out this weekend. With the Spidey Sweet. Yes. And I bet it's wonderful. Um, speaking of Danny Elfman, he's a musician. Why don't we talk about some other musicians? Because we're not just here to review the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack. We are here to play some fantastic new music for you. And Kev, you're going to start us off with a hot cut, aren't you? Yes. Uh, what if I said no? What a world that would be. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Okay, well then, just give us a cold one. No. Oh, I could go for a little cold cut. Slice, slice of salami. Oh, a little salami, a little yeah. cup of Hey, little, a little gabagool. <laughs> That's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I've got a track from LA-based vocalist, songwriter, pianist, and producer, Razi. And uh, she just put out her new Barry EP, and it's a great project that has a really nice chill tracks that I really enjoy, um, and they really show off her vocal performance. Which isn't to say that the track I'm playing today doesn't, but it brings a higher energy from the rest of the EP, and I think that's partially thanks to a really, really strong feature from certified legend Nile Rogers. Oh, amazing i saw this in our playlist of upcoming songs i was like so excited which actually fun crossover i just watched the camp cult classic film from 1988 called earth girls are easy uh ah. it was for a podcast but now rogers did the soundtrack for it and i oh, was no like shit. oh hey i just saw him in our playlist that's awesome yeah he's incredible um obviously he's amazing you know a deaf punk collaborator which right. uh, very memorable. Get lucky. Song of the summer. A, a funk legend. Yeah, but uh, this is a really good, a really good feature and just a good pairing. Uh, Razi had this to say about working with Nile Rogers. I love that Nile has a raging guitar solo, who she calls a hero. Uh, that's not a common thing on a pop record. Just having him wail on it is such a dream come true. And about Razi, Nile had this to say. Her natural talent is incredible. It's wonderful to be working with her at this formative stage of, of what deserves to be a special career. Wow. I'm excited to hear this collaboration. Yeah. Featuring her signature smoky, full-bodied vocals and songs that move seamlessly from upbeat pop, funk, and R&B to low-key acoustic ballads, the Barry EP is an expansive record about growth, learning to trust your instincts, and ultimately embracing new love and change. Having said all that, let's give it a listen. This is Razi with Consequences. I was in line when I said that I was complicated. I'm complicated. You think you can take Cause you like a little bit of crazy. Don't underestimate me. Oh, it's happening on my glasses saying I don't open up enough. Once you bust it, once you break it, I'm a rush out like a flood. Hold you in my Yeah. 
Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. Let's go. What a jam, baby. How how could I not give it a Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy? My stamp of approval uh, with a guitar solo from Niles Rogers like that. A vocal performance from Rozzy. That was incredible. I loved the... Oh, what's now I'm forgetting the lyric. The part in the chorus where she like really goes like from low to high very fast. Yeah. And the backup vocals kick in. Oh, so perfect. Um that was really awesome and a great poppy vibe. Like she has a great, like just really strong pop vocal and uh amazing Mm -hmm. guitar from Niles. You said she's a pianist as well? Yeah. And the, I, the rest of the album is definitely more stripped back. And it's... Uh, oh, yeah, I'm interested in that. It's very yeah, good. Yeah. I, this is the song that stood out to me the most, just because I do... You know me. It's great. I'm the banger bitch. Yeah. Oh, it's um, a jam. But the whole the whole EP is really good. I haven't dived into her like back catalog yet, but I'm, I'm meaning to. Nice. You know, I love me some good stripped down piano songs. Uh, so I'm like, I'm on board. Excellent. Well, that was Rozzy with Consequences featuring Nile Rogers off of the Barry EP out now via BMG. You know what? My next song is going to deal with some consequences too. the consequences of cheating in the daylight, because that is the name of this very song by legendary musician Swamp Dog. I've talked about him. A couple times on this podcast recently, I shouted out his new album, which we're going to hear a song from. I need a job so I can buy more auto tune. One of the (laughs) greatest album titles. And like, he's just got such a great sense of humor. Just go look Kevin right now. Just go scroll through his album covers. You're just going to find some great stuff. I love, (laughs) I love the one for, I need a job so I can buy more auto tune. Like him and just like half opacity. Yeah. And, um, like he worked with Bon Iver on his last album and John Prine. Like it was, that was a beautiful album. Love, uh, love lost and auto tune. The one before was kind of where I feel like he reinvented himself because he's been making music since the seventies. And, um, he only became on my radar when he started releasing these new records. And so I always have to check out every new swamp dog album. And this one is uh oh i also recently talked about his 1977 album finally caught up with myself which is amazing and so i really like have been digging through some of his discography and checking out this new album and i love this song uh cheating in the daylight it's a thing that swamp dog does he does it on his first album one of these like cautionary tales like you need to chill out man (laughs) and like uh yeah i there's one about like cheating i think on the first album and uh, it's a great cautionary tale, a great dual vocal between Swamp and Willie Clayton, who uh, it was also new to me, but learning about his story, he's a legendary R&B performer. He's played with Al Green, Barry White, and James Brown back in the 70s, uh, and then enjoyed some hits in the 80s and a long, great career. And he li- leaves a sweet little message to Swamp Dog saying, I'll sing with you anytime. And then you get a great jam with the two of them. So let's get into it. Here's Swamp Dog and Willie Clayton with Cheating in the Daylight. Hey, Swamp, you can always call Willie Clayton. I'll sing with you anytime. Okay? Peace. You're watching your rear view mirror. 
Checking left and right from both sides Your miscalculated moves ain't smooth Anybody watching knows Can't wait for nighttime. You're the best.
Luke, you can always call Kevin Connor. I always want a podcast. That's going to get a hot diggity dog. Yay. Love you uh, some swamp, huh? Yeah, that was good. Like, I feel like there's so much music that, for me especially, lives in a nostalgic place in my mind and my heart. Um, And Mm -hmm. this feels nostalgic but is brand yeah. new, right? Like right. It very much it's like a modern version of like a seventies pop rock. Yeah, like I heard song. a lot of like yeah. Van Morrison in that. Like that's someone who came came to mind as Interesting. listening. Yeah, I yeah. listen, and that's because like my hey. dad listens to a lot of Van Morrison, so like right. it's always in my head. But that was a really just like yeah. chill song. Like a very it kind of just spirals out and just like it's jammy. Like they're just hanging out. Yeah. There's definitely time. like a jam in the end and it goes on for longer like it's always longer than i remember but it doesn't feel like it drags on it's it's a fun jam to listen to awesome like very complimentary voices where willie clayton's is kind of lower more booming and then swamps is very unique and i but it's still just so such a great vocal i just love to hear him sing anything and he's one of those people where i'm like i don't even care what he puts out i just want i just love to hear him talking and singing over some I love some guitar sounds in there, some good guitar sounds in there. I love that little funky breakdown mm-hmm. uh, in the middle. And then, yeah, they go into that jam and just a great dual vocal and very interesting. Like sometimes like Swamp singing like a beat after Willie. There was like some interesting like sort of structuring of the vocals, too. Um, but, yeah, I'm a big fan of Swamp Dog. Always love to see a new album. And I've been digging through his discography and i recommend that as well so so much good swamp dog to go listen to where's the one place to start if you're gonna because i think with an artist this prolific it's hard to to choose like i said uh love loss and autotune i think was sort of like this new chapter of swamp dog the sort of birth of that when he started using the autotune so that's a good one um and 1977's finally caught up with myself i need to dig into some of his older stuff because that's the only like older one of his that i know really well but i was just digging through those album covers and i'm like oh these all look so great i just can't wait because he's got such a great sense of humor but then he can just like tug at the old heartstrings too so you never know what's coming the run of him the run of albums from you ain't never too old to boogie into cuffed, yes. collared, and tagged, into doing a party tonight, into The White Man Made Me Do It. The White Man Made Me Do It. I love that album title Incredible. and uh, cover. But yeah, I need to listen to a lot of those. He's got so much. He's such a prolific, legendary artist, and uh, I love everything he puts out. So that was Swamp Dog and Willie Clayton with Cheating in the Daylight from I Need a Job So I Can Buy More Autotune. Out now on Don Giovanni, um, which Don Giovanni, I I think of them as like a punk label, but Swamp is just a unique, unique artist, and he feels fitting on that label. Absolutely, that it's interesting. Luke, you you helped me out today. Um, oh, thank you. Thank no, you to like me. I I listen, <laughs> from you. I, I came slacking, uh, and I I didn't have a third song that I'm I'm gonna play right now. Yeah. I I lost my Michael. You and needed I, a Michael. Well, I needed what can I say? Another Michael. And yes. that's who I'm playing today. 
uh, in mid-2017, the critically acclaimed indie three-piece packed their bags and collectively re- relocated to Albany, New York to a shared house in West Philadelphia. Their album last year, New Music and Big Pop, was really good. I think we both really enjoyed it. Uh, spent Definitely. some time with it. And uh, I guess they just can't stop making music because they've got new stuff out now. They can't stop and they won't stop. Yeah. This gorgeous new song finds another Michael leading into their cozy acoustic side with vocalist, guitarist Michael Doherty and guitarist, keyboardist Alanie Davis weaving together some of the group's most satisfying harmonies to date. Uh, Made up of Doherty, Davis, and bassist Nick Sebastiano, another Michael's collaborative nature is always palpable in their recordings. The track I'll be playing today builds on warm melodies and good-naturing mood of new music and big pop demonstrating that the young band are somehow still reaching for greater and greater songwriting heights. Uh, Doherty discussed the new song, saying, This speaks to feeling optimistic and taking a shower. It's when you feel like things will start working in your favor, and you're enjoying the company of others with the thought that things will be alright. It is a special feeling that sometimes will only come around once in every 100 days. Like, I'm staying in a random stranger's house in Lincoln, Nebraska, and the shower has really good water pressure. I'm so happy to be here. Mm, and there we get the title and there we get the title so let's go listen to another michael with water pressure
messing up my broken heart again I pretend to say when I wanna know if you can hear my voice Coming from the other end Don't pretend, say I gotta give that a Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. I mean, I picked the song, so you, sure you would did. hope that I like it. I would <laughs> have been surprised that. if you didn't. I listened to it one time, and I'm like, you know, this actually sucks. Um, no, it certainly did not. Love the folky, folky rock like rise and the builds there, and like when you can hear uh, the other vocalist a little more, and uh, is so great. And you know what? Another Michael does awesome because you were talking about like the water pressure and like some of this is inspired by their like time touring stuff and like uh they do the pup thing very well and kurt vile where it's like sometimes when a musician makes it too obvious they're writing about being a musician it feels a little too inside baseball type deal and so i'm like i like that they you know just make it a human experience using the elements from that experience of them being musicians on tour and it doesn't feel too meta and it just is perfect and i love that feeling he's talking about uh where you can't really force that feeling of like everything is going to be okay and it just what was the the, the line why do good times always sneak up on me yeah I, i love that it's so good like it's so true too, where it's like, you can't force that feeling. If you try, it's not going to be the same. And it's like, those things only happen organically and, mm-hmm. uh, you can never go looking you for have it. them. Yeah. So beautiful, beautiful song. Love yeah. this band. Big fan. I think this might just be a Lucy. I don't know that they have new music coming out, but I, I hope they do. New music and big pop. They already released it. Uh, that was the name of their last God, album. Of course. <laughs> they see another again, Michael pulled got, one over on me. And that was the first song of theirs I heard was new music, and it was very meta talking about listening to mu- new music. That's why it appealed to me, a music nerd. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, they like do it perfectly, and uh, they also put some fun sense of humor in their songs sometimes. But then they can be very beautiful and emotional. Let's put out a song called "Popular Song," and then we'll get rich because it'll get played Dude. a bunch. Dude, number one on the Billboard chart is yes. the name of my new single. <laughs> That was another Michael with Water Pressure, out now via Run For Cover Records. All right. Well, I got a scary one. What is this? Halloween in May? Yes, Ooh. it is. And it, you, where would you expect something scary to come from? The Graveyard. And so perfectly, this is the Graveyard Club that we're going to hear a song from. Do you know this band, Kevin? No, but it, it sounds like a uh, young adult fiction series about a bunch of uh, oh like a detective thing that would be like great. A, a bunch of teens that meet in the graveyard and like solve yeah. crimes oh like buffy yeah that sounds yeah. like it would be fun um well i'll tell you what this band actually is it's a public school art teacher and his band of goth pop dreamers whoa uh, do they solve crimes Hey, I wouldn't put it past them. I think they can do anything. You hear these songs. Uh, And I actually played a song from their last album. I played the song William, which I think you would maybe know it if you heard it, Kev, because I played it on the podcast years ago. And it's a beautiful, like, 
synthie 80s ish ballad uh just like gets the feels going for sure and i was gonna have us watch the music video for this but i think i will protect you because i think you'll be weeping <laughs> the rest of the episode if you watch it it's what? just uh no wait, it's i'll be right back <laughs> okay you should watch the video i'll send it to you <laughs> But oh, actually, I definitely it. wasn't Googling it with that obnoxiously loud keyboard. Um, but it's uh, it's a heartbreaking video about like losing a, a loved one or a spouse or significant other, it seems like. And um, it's beautifully done to this song. And like they keep seeing the person as like a ghost and it'll go from their memories to this person being like a ghost. So there, it's another different type of haunting than you would expect. And yeah, very- I heartbreaking i I didn't read the tone of that i thought it was gonna be fun spooky and now i feel like (laughs) an asshole you thought you were gonna be weeping the rest of the episode from a fun spooky because it was so scary (laughs) i be weeping. you get scared you just start to weep i know it's i cry in any intense situation it's a heartbreaking video but it's beautifully shot really well done highly recommend but also this song halloween it is the sort of 80s influenced goth pop uh, sound you would expect if you know Graveyard Club, which I love. But there's also a little creepy part in the beginning, which is an homage to John Carpenter's theme. Uh, So I like that they add that sort of uh, ominous, unsettling thing right at the beginning. So I've been hyping this thing up enough. Let's get our buckets ready. Let's go knocking on doors saying trick or treat. Because it's Halloween in May, baby. Here's Graveyard Club with Halloween.
I'm not weeping, but that was, yeah. that was very good. Uh, I also you're liked... weeping all over your hot dog, just uh, in the mustard and the, everything. The amount of tear covered hot dogs I've eaten. Um, it's, Too many uh, to count. I really liked the music video because I did watch it. There's yeah, some kind of otherworldly effects put on it. Um, like, did you notice yeah. the moon? No. At, uh, so go if. All the listeners out there, you can do this too. Go to 243 in the music video. Um, The moon's like oversized to hell. Like it's way too big in the sky. And earlier in the video, they're floating like in the woods. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were very like subtle ways they kind of made the past in that video seem like a, a fantasy almost. Yeah. Oh, um, so I don't know if I'm reading too into it, but it was yeah. very interesting. Or but, like a memory, yeah. you know, because that was what is a memory. It's like a foggier picture of what actually happened. I love the uh, sort of climax of the song where they start cutting through all the memories. Uh, the camping one weirdly got me because me and my <laughs> wife go camping. And I was like, yeah, and like they don't totally state their relationship. They show them as like little kids. So I was like, maybe they were like sisters or child. Yeah, friends. I assume they were a couple and it, uh, yeah, got me in the heart, but yeah, the songs per like the video so well done. And like yeah. the like cuts are so seamless and cool. And so, yeah, highly well, recommend that video going to the song. I was almost a little worried yeah. at the beginning because I thought it was going to be really one note. Uh, oh, but right. it, because it's, I mean, the first 30 You thought it was going to be that one note. Do, 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 do. That one note. <laughs> I, I thought, I wasn't sure that it was going to go anywhere. And it did. Like, it, it went stripped back. It kind of changed key. It did a lot of cool yeah. things that really kept me oh, more yeah. interested in the song. And I went and kind of, like, scrubbed through it again to hear all the different varieties it did. So I really do like that song. And it's, uh, it, it is such an odd kind of amalgamation of 80s, yeah. but also very like mid 2000s like indie rock yeah it's a really unique blend for sure yeah it's really cool i like it a lot yeah i uh think you definitely need to go listen to goodnight paradise their 2019 album william is an amazing song 
really stuck with me. One of the ones I've played on the podcast over the years that really uh, I think about to this day. Um, so always super happy to see new Graveyard Club. And, you know, I mentioned that the uh, Matthew Shuffman, the lead singer, is uh, art teacher. And I like that they, they included that, like, in the press release just because I feel like because, you know, I'm an aspiring musician and it's not my day job. And I'm, like, embarrassed to talk about that sometimes. And I think people are dicks about it a lot and like make fun of people for, Oh, this person's like trying to do this, but you know, they're not like where they, and so I like the not being ashamed of it and be, because that's the reality is like, this is a passion. This is something you do out of love for art. And, um, so, you know, sometimes you got to make money another way and there ain't nothing wrong with that. So, that was Graveyard Club with Halloween from Moonflower out June 17th. And did you hear that lyric, Kevin? Meet me in the moonlight. That's yeah. exactly the kind of thing our teen detectives in the Graveyard Club yes! would say. That's, I'm so excited. I, that's, <laughs> that's the first book. That's the first book. Oh, my God. It'd be so good. Oh, maybe we do, maybe we partner with Graveyard Club and make a comic book uh, of the band. Luke, I cut, love it. Cut this all out. We're giving away too many good ideas. <laughs> Get rid of We're it. Just giving giving money away right now. All right, what you got next? Today, uh, highly acclaimed Japanese punk rock garage quartet Otoboke Beaver will release their highly anticipated album Super Champagne. Yeah, and I love this band. I am bringing their most recent single to the party today. Um, Ooh. Yeah. This just just came across my desk just this week. Um, wow. I haven't even heard of this. This thrashing track portrays a woman who is overwhelmed by the public displays of affection by couples in her day-to-day life, pleading into the abyss to be seen and haunted by the idea of dying alone. Vocalist and chief songwriter Akko Rinrin expands, This is probably my favorite track on the new album. We mixed in a lot of different styles. There are pop parts or like idol style parts and hard rock parts. It's fun mm. to play. So they've released I'm interested. a bunch of songs from this uh, this album so far in like a mini EP. And I, they're angry fast tracks. They're very upset with the world's problems and why everyone insists we just pretend they're normal. Like we don't have to exist this way. Um, and they really do challenge like the role of, of you know people and especially women in society. Previously released singles like I Am Not Maternal, uh, Don't Call Me Mojo, and Dirty Old Fart is Waiting for My Reaction yes. see the band pushing back on societal pressures to reproduce, Great. calling out ridiculous judgments on what gives a woman value, and reacting to uninvited counsel from would-be patronizers. So um, I think... This week especially, we should just uh, shut the fuck up and listen to what women have to say. Uh, and if that's not coded enough for you, just open up anything on the internet. So I'm going to stop talking. This is Odeboke Beaver with I Don't Want to Die Alone. Listen, my boys. Listen, my boys. What does it 
to give that a Lordy Lordy Berry Gordy. Yes. I tried to be as fast as they are in the song, and I'm not even close. You failed. It's so fast. <laughs> Honestly, take that guitar tone and just like inject it into my veins. That is okay. The best. No, I just I love that. It's whole so great. Yeah. Sound of that song. Obviously, lyrically, Dude. I like I've I've read the lyrics. They but on listen, it doesn't do a tremendous amount for me because I don't speak Japanese. Um, right, but I'd listen to hours of that band because I very much love that energy. Yeah, it's so great, and the tempo of that song is all over the place. It's like it speeds up at one point, and then like does like a breakdown, and then goes crazy at the end again. I'm like, whoa, what is happening? Uh, and there was like the poppier parts, the punkier parts, uh, freaking metal ending there. They were really that whole ending in the video is right when she like pukes up a rainbow it's yeah. just so perfect with that like metal just going nuts yeah they rock so hard loved that last album and always excited for new stuff and i haven't heard any of these songs so i should probably yeah. go back check uh, them all out now that video was actually animated by their guitar and vocalist yo yo yoshi so what very that's uh, awesome very it was group. really good yeah yeah i um i just like you know me. You know I don't like songs that overstay their welcome, and I want more. It's perfect of, for you. Yeah, this is great because it goes so many places in an under yeah. two minute runtime. So I'm a really big does. fan of it. That was Odaboke Beaver with "I Don't Want to Die Alone" from Super Champagne out today via Damably. Ooh, can't wait to listen. All right. Well, my last song. I saved a good in for last. Uh, this is a songwriter that I really love. Both his solo work and his work with the band, The Hold Steady. This is Craig Finn. Um, Kev, are you uh, familiar with The Hold Steady? Are you familiar yes. with Craig on his own? Absolutely. I, I'm not familiar with Craig on his own, but I am familiar okay. with The Hold Steady. Cool. And you know The Hold Steady is a great high energy like alt rock bands and i like to think of craig finn as like the alt rock springsteen because um i mean you hear it in his lyrics for the hold steady but especially in his solo work where he just writes these great stories and like a lot of them are pulled from his own experience but some just sort of like paint these pictures of different characters and different scenes and uh i really loved his album we all want the same things in 2017 and then he had an album, I Need a New War, in 2019, and an album out this year. So the dude's, pro- or, and an album out in 2021. The dude's prolific, but again, I just love the way he writes, love the mood he creates in his songs. And his new album is called A Legacy of Rentals, which I feel like that just brings something to mind to me. That brings to mind, like, a collector, like, a lot of unfinished products, projects, and, um... It's just a very visceral feeling like he always does with the title like that. But then he says, the title A Legacy of Rentals acknowledges that we can never completely hold any of our possessions and that our bodies are merely a temporary residence for our souls. All moments are fleeting. After the destruction of the past few years, I believe there is a joy in each and every living action, however mundane, walking to the kitchen, missing a train, spilling coffee, cleaning up, meeting a friend for a meal. We all want to be remembered. We all want our time here to be consequential. In taking these daily actions, we engage in hope, and we guarantee our unique place in history. That made me emotional just reading that part about we engage in hope. Absolutely. It made me tear up a little. 
Oh, so why don't we listen to the song and get more emotions flowing, baby? Here's Craig Finn with Birthdays. Cops are pretty skeptical. From what I've seen, that's what you get. They said they're busy with the carnival, but agreed to do a wellness check. When they said that you're okay, they sounded almost entertained. They said you had some funny friends, and it's always someone's birthday in your building. Passed down through the family It's nice to know There's someone in this world Who's always known me It's nice to know There's someone in this world Who's always known me The fish tank It was always meant To be a temporary home The boundaries They were well defined in control and that year you spent all shot between many on double down Anthony I'm sure you know these things they can be passed down through the family it's nice to know there's someone in this world who's always known me it's nice to know there's someone in this world who's always known me Their folks have passed It's hard to feel real tied to much The bandage and the broken glass The weak attempts to keep in touch Yeah, I heard you had some funny friends And it's always someone's birthday in your building Parties at your parents' house Where everything was neat and sweet and normal Anthony, it's hard to think about the sharks That must be swimming in your circle Anthony, Gonna give that a hot tickety dog. A birthday hot dog, since the song was all about birthdays. Absolutely. I the amount of hot dogs I've had on my birthday, too many to count. Yeah, that song was great. I love the it's yeah. like it's it's a candid vocal performance, I feel like. Like he is just present and there. It's it's it, as Bruce as you said, Bruce Springsteen, yeah. it's very much like who he is, and it's not dressed up yeah. and it rules. Like I love hearing artists just kind yeah. of present themselves like that yeah and i will say there's like there's some stuff i didn't expect on this song the piano was more like than i expect from craig which i like but also 
I was like, Kev's going to like that sax solo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I'm just, you know, whenever I hear a sax solo in a song, I think of you. I'm like, oh, I got to get. And I was already like, this song's amazing. Uh, there's the line about, like, these things running our family makes me think it's dealing with some sort of, like, mental health or even, like, substance abuse issues. Um, and the line about it's good to know there's someone on this world that's always known me and talking about like the parents past and stuff. It's a lot of stuff I feel and worry about, you know, when I think about these times in my life when like, you know, that when people are older and like, maybe there isn't someone on this world who's always known you. And that's going to be a weird, scary feeling when you lose that person or something, you know? And so he, he looks at the beauty and ugly situations. He looks at the beauty in the mundane, seemingly innocuous stuff and sort of the, like he said, the sort of like mundane glory to just keeping going. And I just, one of my favorite songwriters, such a unique voice, both the way it sounds and his writing style. And so I'm, I'm always excited for new Craig and really excited for this new album. So when's it out? I'll tell you right now, mere weeks. That was Craig Finn with birthdays from a legacy of rentals. That is out May 20th on positive jams records. Um, Luke, that's a mere nine days before my birthday. So a little early present from the Finn man. Wow. Luke, I, uh, I'm excited for that album, but it's too far away. Do you know of anything that's coming out sooner? Oh, I just happen to have a list here. Uh, all the the albums I'm excited for that are coming out this week. Why don't we talk about them in our segment, Shouts? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you go I, I first. Got, I'll, go, I'll go. Okay, I got the big one. The Whopper of the Week. Arcade Fire with Wii. Um, I've been really loving the singles from this. A little different. Uh, they went kind of like ABBA disco ish, like for their last album. And, um, this one feels a little more like pulled back, maybe hearkening back to some older stuff, but also not exactly what I expect from them to, uh, like a little more acoustic than I would think some of the songs, but it works very well. And I saw a stereo gum review that the reviewer said, this is his favorite, or this was their favorite album since their debut funeral which is one of my favorite albums so so i'm very excited for this one uh then we got sharon van etten shouts to sharon van etten amazing songwriter with we've been going about this all wrong very cool uh single recently from that that was kind of like synthy which i didn't expect and i believe there's a song from angel olsen on there too or featuring angel olsen then uh another all three of these first ones are just some of my favorites of all time, but Bell and Sebastian with the bit of previous, their first album in seven years. Always love them. One of my all time favorites. Then got rolling blackouts, coastal fever played them on this podcast before great jangly rock band uh, with endless rooms, Abayi, which is the awesome sister duo. Uh, they, if you're not familiar with them, Kev, I highly recommend digging in. They do like interesting, like harmonies and super cool production. They got spell 31 coming out. Um, then this was a band that I discovered years ago by, you know, those things that like Barnes and Noble, where you could scan the CD and hear a sample of the song. 
Yeah. Or are you too young for that? Okay. What? I'm like, was that a couple years before you? Hey, we're only like two years apart, no, but you never no, know. No, the, th- the old thing would have been they would have like 12 CDs there and you'd hit the button and it would play like the CD. That's even older. Yeah. yeah. So, get, oh, I do remember listening to uh, uh, I Believe in Miracles, You Sexy Thing in Target on one of those before, too. Um, but no, I heard this band, The Waterboys. They're a British band from like the eighties. Uh, I loved their album hole of the moon and they have a new album out. So I'm going to check it out or no, I think they're an Irish band. Oh, I need a, they're an Irish band from the eighties. Uh, and I haven't heard, uh, any other music since the hole of the moon back in 89. I think it was, uh, that was the one I scanned at Barnes and Noble and heard. <laughs> and, um, and uh but i like loved their older stuff so excited to check out this new one all souls hill so what you got kev of course just played them otoboke beaver with super champagne very excited for this yeah. i'm sure this album is gonna be uh short and sweet like I'm, I'm very excited to check it out another champagne for my super friends super fond for my how did i not think of that joke (laughs) what am i doing i'm a subpar podcaster um you're great we have wallace who i played earlier this year oh yeah maybe last year i don't know time last year uh with 90s american superstar that's an amazing album title so i'm really excited to hear that that's great we've got uh one of the industry babies Jack Harlow with Come Home, yes. The Kids Miss You. I'm really excited to check that out. He uh, blew up from Lil Nas X's album, so I'm excited to hear his solo work. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. We have Suki Waterhouse, a really good uh, singer-songwriter performer with I Can't Let Go. I'm excited to check that mm-hmm. out. And finally, Soccer 96 with Inner Worlds. That's an ambient electronic kind of funky group i it's it's hard to kind of put them in one The name sounds familiar their album from last year is called dopamine and i found it earlier this year and i really like it it's it's just it's one of those albums that i kind of return to and i just don't know what to listen to it needs something on nice yeah i i must have missed that but i'm excited to check this out and that's all i got all right well we got to talk about our three daddies we're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great shows over there. And our third daddy, offshelf.net. Check it out. Lots of great interviews, columns. Just put out the zine, which our podcast was in. Um, and so, yeah, go check that out. Subscribe to that zine. And you can find us on all social media and all that stuff at Best Song Ever Pod. So that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever. Vindicated! I am selfish! I am wrong! Best song ever. Another podcast. Better jokes. They're clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth
This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.